On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Super Mario Brothers, the movie from 1993. Joining us for discussion will be Jessica Osman from The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film considered but not limited to being a cult classic. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. Goodbye, dinosaurs. The way that you touch, you wow, there were dinosaurs in Brooklyn? Relax, Luigi. There used to be Dodgers here, too. It's almost unreal. It's almost unreal. I'll kill that plumber! This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 98. This is Brandon Brandon, as always with me, as your co-host, you're Colin Brandon. Dude, I don't care. <laughs> Today we are here to discuss the 1993 film, Super Mario Brothers. Cullen, tell us why we're hooked on the brothers, the brothers, the brothers, the brothers. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game, we're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Brooklyn plumbers Mario and Luigi must travel to another dimension to rescue a princess from the evil dictator King Koopa and stop him from taking over the world. Super Mario Brothers is directed by Annabelle Jankel and Rocky Morton and stars Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, Samantha Mathis, Fisher Stevens, Fiona Shaw, and for two seconds, Lance Henriksen, featuring a score by Alan Silvestri. Welcome back to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We hope you've uh, warmed up from the chill factor and are ready to (laughs) go down the drain to Mario Land. But first, before we get started, let's bring back to the show for her seventh or eighth, whatever you want, however you want to count it, uh, appearance, the one, the only, Jessica Allsman. Well, thanks for having me. Welcome back, Jessica. What have you been up to? Not much. Basically just waiting around for you to invite me back on another episode. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. There you go. In a childhood classic movie. You don't have to stick around outside my house. I said I would call you. <laughs> you just didn't call me back fast enough, Brandon. I appreciate the mail being brought to my door <laughs> daily. That's nice. So, uh, <laughs> let's get it. This is a big episode, honestly. This is one we've always talked about doing. This is one Jessica had her name on for a long time to be a part of. Who saw this in the theater? Did anyone see this in the theater? I absolutely saw this in the theater. Okay. Did you see it in the theater, Jessica? Yeah, well- 
No, I was too young. I think I was like seven then. We didn't really go out. To, there wasn't a movie theater in our town, so. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Deprived. I can't remember if I did. <laughs> I'm looking. I want to say maybe I didn't because it's funny enough. This movie revolves around dinosaurs and opened two weeks before Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was like, I was stunned. God. I was looking at it's, you know, this is a huge bomb of a movie. So I'm like, what was going on? Mm-hmm. I like to look at the box office around that time. And it was open two weeks before Jurassic Park. So I have a feeling because I was like dead set. You know, I was a kid. I couldn't drive myself to the movie theater and, you know, getting your parents to take you something. I think I might have had to bite it to be like, well, I have to get to Jurassic Park to see that when it comes out. And following, the following weekend from Jurassic Park was Last Action Hero, and I had to see that at the time. So I might have, like, not seen Mario at the theater. And plus, my parents probably didn't want to go sit through this. I don't know why. (laughs) Bob Hoskins, hello. So so it's called How Does It Play on the Big Screen? It's just as magic. It's more magical. Uh, because it's bigger. Uh, there's no details that you miss. I'll tell you that. <laughs> from from the, no matter what the screen size is, it sucks on both screen sizes. <laughs> the popcorn tastes so good. It is. I shouldn't say sucks. It, it doesn't. It doesn't suck so much as it's heavily disappointing. Is more accurate. <laughs> yeah, it was to say. I, I remember when the trailer, uh, when, like the when they announced it, and. When I saw it in the theater, I said to myself, well, it's about time. <laughs> I honestly thought that. Would have been it's a like, better tagline. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, does it get more awesome than this? Or something ridiculous like that? I can't remember this what the post is. ain't no video is. game. <laughs> uh, no. You're right. Because <laughs> effort was... I shouldn't say effort. Re- they, had a, they knew what the hell they were doing when they made the games. I remember as a kid in the game, the hype was huge. I was a Nintendo Power subscriber, and they were covering this movie like crazy. Like Every issue was like, update on Mario Brothers. And I kept... You know, I was looking at it, and I was like, something just don't look right here. Even as a kid, I'm like, I don't know what they're going for here. What's what's up with this? Well, yeah. Like, And this is the first video game movie this is this is the mm-hmm. first you know pac-man didn't get a movie pitfall didn't get a movie uh space invaders didn't get a movie but mario which it makes sense i mean it was a popular thing at the time video game movies have always been I, how do you feel about video game movies kellen because they've always been a tough deal like there's none of them that have ever been critically like widely praised or no huge box office hits until yeah. we get to till last year but are you a fan of video game movies at all? There, it. Uh, well, no one's a fan of video <laughs> game movies. They just go to see video game movies, right? It's like, well, I like the. G- I'll check it out. Sure. <sighs> like, there are some that I like. I think Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat are the only ones that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like the first Resident Evil and the first Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, and all the others are just trash, right? Uh, but it, 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 it's one of these. It is amazing that Super Mario Brothers is the first of a genre of movie, and not just a genre of movie, but an awful genre of movie that just won't seem to end. And it's like it's like an it's like an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. but they turned it into a genre somehow. Where like man, they just keep treating me bad. Like no, 
it's not different this time. Stop going back to him, Deborah. He didn't stop drinking. <laughs> He's just going to hurt you again. Jessica. Get out of <laughs> there. Jessica, what's your relationship with video game movies? Do you check them out? Do you just go, eh? I usually do. I don't mind them. I like the Resident Evil movies. Well, the last... Well, I think there was a couple in there. I was like, what just happened? That was stupid. Had nothing to do with the game. Right. Yeah, I, I guess we have to go around. Like, I... I, I like the Resident Evil movies, I but I also recognize they're trash, um, and I, there's no way I can defend them, but I do. For some reason, I enjoy them. They're what they are, whatever. They're either There's either uh, an impressive like stunt that happens at one point or something, or they just make me laugh because they're incompetent a lot of times. And I like Mio Jovovich as an action hero. I do like that. Uh, but, like, ahead, I was going to say, ahead, last ahead. year I saw two pretty solid. Like, the new Tomb Raider was okay. It was, like... It was average, but that's pretty good for a video game movie. And then Rampage wasn't bad. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess, but neither of them are going to hold up and be like, woohoo, Con- they did it, Rampage. <laughs> they did it. I would say it Pixels. Didn't... That was about arcade games, so. Pixel, yeah, Pixels had cameos. It was fun. Anything with Sandler, but, but, I'll love, whatever. But, but here's the thing. We talk about this stuff, and we say that Resident Evil, right. these movies, are the better, or some of the best examples of the genre. Like, that's the best you can do. But, and you know what? And, and here's the thing, too. Yeah, you make a good point, because probably most listeners hearing us, like, go, well, I guess Resident Evil are going to, like, hate us for saying positive things about Resident Evil movies. Resident Evil movies are the White Castle of cheeseburgers. Yes, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, Uwe Boll has made. Oh, they got. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you have to throw him on the average there. He he sags it down. The more the first Mortal Kombat I like. I haven't visited in a in a while, but I I like that one. I saw it in the theater. Uh, I like that one. The second one we should do on the show sometime. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Street Fighter. Yeah. Ooh. Shit show. How many uh, How many of these have you seen, Jessica? Some of them. I didn't see Assassin's Creed. Was that yeah, a video game? Right. It was a yeah, video yeah, game, it was. Mm-hmm. And I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot of hype about that. I just like looked at it. I was like, that is nobody a- liked that movie. No. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I, oh. uh, I heard it has Dang. not much to do with what people would want to see from an Assassin's Creed. A lot of, a lot of talky-talky scenes and nothing really. Yeah. So I kind of avoided there, it. There, the, the the two Hitman movies that came in. Oh, went. yeah. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot those existed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they struggle. to bring, And then and people are always like, oh, this would make a good movie. And they apparently just can't make good movies because I think like a novel, but even more challenging, like you can't take exact pages and put them to screen. It, it doesn't work as easily as people think it does. And I think with video games, they just – I don't. They haven't cracked that code. They haven't cracked that adaptation code yet to do mm-hmm. that. They they figured it out with books and stuff, but video games are different. I think a part of the video game thing is you're involved, and then now you have to sit yeah. back and watch. It's a it's a it's an interesting thing. And Mario, yeah. if you want to talk about adaptation and getting it all something is up with like this movie they they picked for to to make it they they picked the. Some listeners may remember Jessica. I don't know if you remember. You remember Max Headroom? Yeah, Matt Frewer. Yeah, that's the people they got to make this movie. Which, when you hear that, it's like okay, something starts to make oh, sense. Oh yeah, that's why it looks like 
Yeah. That. So Nintendo Nintendo wanted to make a movie. They heard some pitches. There was like a Rain Man type pitch for the movie. It was originally going to be a road trip movie with Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. That got thrown out. Uh, these people got brought in, and then Nintendo's like, you know what? No, no, no. We're pretty confident in our brand. You go do your thing. Too late in the process, do they realize that these people who took a hold of it decided, well, parents are against, it seemed to be like anti-video games and all this. We need to make a movie that they take their kids to and they enjoy it more than them. And uh, so they'll think video games are cool and they'll understand what their kids are, you know. And so it gets this kind of convoluted. And then Nintendo late in the game says, oh, what is going on here? We need to make this more kid-friendly. And it's kind of late, and there's a clash back and forth, and this is what we have here. Um, and I think yeah. a lot of it comes from asking questions nobody wants, nobody was asking or answered. Like when you played Mario, What's up with the fungus. Yeah, when you played Mario, did you go like, where did that come from? Why is that that? No, it's just that, right? These plumbers got sucked into a fantasy world, a la a Wizard of Oz type tale. And they just are. But this one looks like it went down this deep fucking hole of, well, why is this this? And why is this this? Well, and then they, they, they come up with their answers for why is that that. But then they don't evolve them to what it was before. They evolve them to something they found more inter- they thought was more interesting mm-hmm. through what they tried. It's convoluted. And it just it shows. And this, is, this does not look at all anything like Mario Brothers. Yeah. Even when they get their appropriate suits, they don't look like their suits. <laughs> right. This doesn't look like the Mushroom Kingdom. This doesn't look like like characters show up with names uh, that are of creatures in the <laughs> right. the game, and it it and stuff feels like forced, and it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre, like, but and th- what's what's extra frustrating is there was an early draft of this film where it was a fantasy movie. It was a lot closer to the games that would have made some kind of effing sense, you know. I mean, as much as you can make sense, you know, from you know those early Mario Brothers games, but you could d- done something, not whatever the hell this hat was. But then there's the thing. Here's the thing. This. This movie has it comes from the scripting stage. That's the first blame and the directors. It has the wrong direction. It doesn't understand the material. It doesn't know what the material is. But what they're what they've done, like what they have, everything's like. I don't want to say this. I don't want to compliment. Say this working, but like there's a lot of impressive stuff here. The sets, mm-hmm. everything they're doing. It does. It doesn't fit Mario or anything, but it's done really well. Effort is put into it, but the effort is misplaced. This, yeah, no, exactly. This, like it's an expensive this, this movie, movie, and it looks expensive. It looks like someone it looks like someone described the Super Mario games to someone else, and then that person wrote a script without ever playing right. the games. But I mean, yeah, like everything's like firing like almost on all cylinders in the wrong direction. Like they put effort, and it's like, why did you guys do all that? That's not what we wanted. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, like what? It's like like they're like they're over. They somehow they're able to over. Well, I was gonna say they overthink it and underthink it, but no, they only overthink it because they edited the crap out of this movie. Yeah, it's like so <laughs> the all the things that were like what would probably would have made a little more sense had we had the extra content, but the movie's long enough. Well, it's almost like you're like oh well, 
damn, Blake, this is this is one hell of a fucking cake. It's one of the best I had, but this is Taco Palace. Like, what? What? What's? <laughs> we need to serve people it's not tacos. What we asked for. You know, like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. pretty much. <laughs> it's Mario Brothers. You know, when when I play Mario Brothers, I went realistic-looking dinosaurs. <laughs> even thought of them as dinosaur and that's thought there was some sort of creature when i played it like i never thought oh yeah i guess yoshi is yeah. a kind of dinosaur or king koopa i thought yeah. of him as like a godzilla-esque yeah. thing like i never realized i'm like mm-hmm. i never broke it down to those core grim reality levels where i'm like oh, i guess so it's not as fun it's not, need like, to. it's not as fun when you think of it like that <laughs> no it's about it's about jumping on shit for a while that's what those games are. Yeah. That's what the movie should have been. So, so some before we get into some fun casting notes, uh, like Mario, like Dustin Hoffman at one point wanted this role. He was uh, he was versing Bruno Kirby, which eh, Bruno Kirby can make a Mario. Uh, Luigi. Mm-hmm. The fun thing was it, it was going to be Tom Hanks, but he had two box office disappointments back to back, and they didn't think he'd have the appeal. You know, I think Bruno Kirby <laughs> would make a better Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, but, but Tom Hanks was supposed to be Luigi, and they're like, yeah. ah, you know what, Tom, we're gonna pass." <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing against yeah. John Leguizamo. I love John Leguizamo, but <laughs> well, just... it's so great. Like, you, well, they're so similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they read for the same parts, right? Right, right. So, uh, one of my uh, my favorite bits, which I wanted, like, I kind of want to see this movie, was King Koopa. They approached Michael Keaton. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can picture that right away, <laughs> and be like, "I kind of want that." You know, if it's going the same direction they have with Hopper in this one, I'm like, "I kind of want to see the Michael Keaton Koopa." <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't get a fat guy. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or like, a, or like, or, or like a really, really tall guy. You know, someone of big dimension, one way or the other, to make him look monstrous and intimidating, like mm-hmm. Koopa. There's a lot of big names flying with this, and I'm not sure which ones to believe, but I've heard a couple of them. The Hanks thing I'd heard a couple times. But I mean, Marlon Brando is alive at this time, right? Yeah, right? Maybe. Throw a shell on him. <laughs> Throw a shell on him. Done. You're telling me he wouldn't love to ride around in, in the, that um, flying tank that uh, Koopa pl- was in in uh, Super Mario World? Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you tell me that doesn't add up immediately? <laughs> or, or a boat. Where was the boats? In that Super Mario 3? Uh, like when you had to go to the castle, it was like a ship that flew oh, through the, the air? Oh, the airship. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes, the airship. That, yes. Is that mm-hmm. the first one? That's the third that one. Mario... Uh, well, that's the that's third, the third one, one in subsequent games made way later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean, this was at least... Uh, after Super Mario World, because Yoshi's in it. Yeah, yeah. No, this was the, yeah. this is this is the Super Mario World was with the game they based this off. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <sighs> so again, the flying machine, the flying tank. Come on, you overthought it. This should be this should be like an amusement park you watch, but instead it looks like the city was designed to be in an amusement park. Like this is the big city of New York. You know, you know what I mean? Right. Where like, like all the, all the, the buildings are way too close together. Like no one could comfortably live like this. And then the streets are overly crowded all the time. Mm, yes. Uh, 
It's like, does no one like live indoors? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go outside. Gotta go outside. It's just streets <laughs> and like Are, smut clubs. Like that's all. Is everyone constantly fumigating their homes? Is that why no one's inside? <laughs> I thought I read somewhere because I was trying to look up some of this, uh, like the Easter eggs. Like, was anything from the games in the movie? And I think a lot of the buildings, like you can barely see it, but the titles were references to either characters in the game, like right. the Boom Boom, and or mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but you can't really see what... them. They didn't feature that really. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what, what pisses me off is that these shouldn't be like uh, like nods to it. Like, no, these should be like his soldiers that are, you know, attacking the Mario Brothers or protecting his kingdom or whatever. And instead, it's just like Hammer Brothers is a, on a sign and Thwomp is on a mm-hmm. sign. And it's just like, okay, who does that help? And like all of the. Goombas, they're all called Goombas, but some of them they don't all look the same. Like some of them, right. like okay, well those are Goombas, and those are clearly Koopa Troopas, right? Yeah, or like yeah. your attempt at one, but they all called the ah, oh. yeah, and again intense disappointment. And the city, it's like, I mean, like what part of like the bright world of Mario decided like, hey, let's take everything we like about Blade Runner, Tim Burton's Batman, and. <laughs> Biff Tannen's alternate 1985 <laughs> Mario Brothers. Yeah, uh, Koopa does kind of have a a uh, you know Biff Tannen vibe to him, just a little bit. It's almost like you remember Land of the Dead. Like Hopper almost is like reprising Koopa in that movie. It feels like because mm. he's in that to- that tower and he's kind of a dick. Like, running the city. Like, it almost reminds me of Koopa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I read this, <laughs> that supposedly Dennis Hopper was trying to play up Koopa like Donald Trump. So Makes the early sense. 90s. Makes sense. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you know, here, here's the thing. When I was watching the movie, I had that thought, I yeah, swear. Yeah, no, I did But too. I couldn't I tell. I, but I couldn't tell if it's just that he's in every thought that we have now because it's just right. not an option anymore. Or if it was just because that's what was happening in the film. No, that's well, it, it makes sense. So, all right, let's let's dig in. We get the classic theme song while the company logos play, like, and that's about the closest we get to anything like the game. So. Checking out right here. I, when I watched this, I, and that happened, I felt like, okay, this won't be so bad. And then the next thing happens. Yes. Uh, we get a narration about dinosaurs ruling the Earth in Brooklyn 65 million years ago. And we learned that the meteorite that extinguished the dinosaurs actually created an alternate dimension where they still live to this day. Okay, two things. One, it looks like a CDI game. Right. <laughs> Real shitty animation, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, who is this narrator? Yeah. We never hear them again. It wasn't Lance Henriksen. I thought it was Dan Castellana for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. But it's just some guy with a Brooklyn accent. Like, who are you the keeper of New York history? Who (laughs) are you? New York history. That's perfect. So, uh, Mario, uh, Luigi, (laughs) going on an adventure. Meanwhile, the Dodgers. <laughs> they used to be in Brooklyn. The Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn, <sighs> too. 
I love that joke. I don't that care. Was a, that was a decent <laughs> joke. I will, I will throw I it I was there. a kid. That's the only reason I knew that Brooklyn or the Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn was because of this movie. <laughs> it's so a, silly. Educational. This shaped my childhood. <laughs> when that, I watched this with my wife, and when that joke happened, we looked at each other and shook our heads. <laughs> <laughs> We we then see uh, it's 20 years ago and a woman's leaving behind some sort of baby package thing at a church doorstop. Uh, Nun picks it up as uh, the woman heads back in the sewers. Inside of the package, the nun see a big egg. In the sewer, King Koopa confronts the woman saying, where's the rock? And then things begin to crumble and we cut to the egg opening and there's a baby inside it. And then it's Brooklyn now. (laughs) We are at the offices of the Mario Brothers Plumbing. Hey, great way to save time. Don't put that in your movie. Didn't help anything. <laughs> so, question. Growing up, I always called it Mario. Do you call it Mario? No. Mario. I always called it Mario, but this movie, I was like, why the fucking Mario? And if you watch, like, the angry video game nerd, he says Mario. Oh. If you watch, I've seen other things call it Mario. Where did Mario come from? I'm thinking Mario. East East Coast. I get it. Yeah, that's Mario. what I'm thinking, too. Mario. So, yeah. It's a Mario. Okay. Even Mario doesn't say that. Well, well yeah. Like, it's a uh, me, Mario. There you go, yeah. fuckers. It's Mario. Stop saying Mario. Well, <laughs> that's the... Uh, here, get ready for a whole bunch of super nerd stuff. Here's another instance of it. Uh, that stuff didn't really happen until Nintendo 64. Like, really up until that point, it was like, yeah, he's a Brooklyn guy. Super neat, cool guy. And, like, when you ever see him in an animation or anything like that, they kind of played that up. And then, for whatever reason... When they decided, hey, we're going to give him a voice in the game, that was it. (laughs) That was the choice they made. Oh, I got to say, oh, we forgot to mention, this is not the first live-action portrayal of Mario and Luigi. We had a much more accurate one on television in the 80s with the captain, Lou Albano, as Mario, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, where he was referred to as Mario. And they were very Brooklyn-heavy there. Mm Mm-hmm. As kids, that's what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It was just like, give me that just with just higher production value. They had accurate And like, costumes. let me see like Bowser. They had accurate costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like pizza. They had a pizza phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. I watched that but, like, you only ever, when I was a kid. The only characters you saw were just those two. That's what we wanted. We just wanted all the characters in live action just with a higher production value. That's all we wanted. Cindy Lauper so stopped got... by the Mario Brothers. <laughs> And visited. Yes. And, like, that was, like, they were stupid little bits. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, Ernie Hudson came by as a Ghostbuster. Right? It was like, it's Ghostbuster and, Mar- uh, Ghostbuster and Mario Brothers. Like, oh, it's everything. I'm a kid. This is great. Yeah, it was a... F- That's what you're supposed to do with your fucking movie. I watched Up and Down, and uh, Fridays with Zelda. Couldn't wait till Friday. It was a Zelda. You only got one Zelda a week, and it was on Friday. And Link would always go, <laughs> ah, man. Like, he always had some fucking line that was included. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. I remember where I live, or was it on like the Family Channel or something? No, or, it was uh, on the Fox affiliate. The Fox, in okay. Town. And then afterwards, there was like Body by Jake was on. <laughs> what? Do you remember the the, the weightlifting guy Jake? Mm-hmm. He had a he had a yeah, because, yeah. It, it was it was on like at like two or three in the afternoon. It was an odd time mm-hmm. when it was on. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was like Big Brother Jake or something. And it was just, his. like, it literally, was, the set was his apartment. I don't even think they ever left it. Like, it was that cheap. 
Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we had accurate Mario, so maybe they were like, we're trying to uh, reinvent him here after after the Super Show. So Luigi, uh, played by John Leguizamo, is uh, watching a program about alternate dimensions on TV as Mario takes a job for them. Luigi and him leave to go do it. He takes a shortcut to get there, but they're beaten there by another plumbing company uh, elsewhere at some construction site uh, on a Scapelli building. It's a... Uh, Hang on. Who calls multiple plumbers and says, get over here now? A dick. First one here. <laughs> right? the job. That's super weird. Construction site's being held up by the discovery of dinosaur bones. Uh, we meet Daisy, the head of operation, whom they threaten to kill if she doesn't end her ex- excavation soon. She's a 20-year-old. Yeah, you're right. She's still 20. We and saw her be born. Dinosaur and these and aren't the bad guys her. in the film. I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. She's exactly 20. I was like, mm-hmm. why is she in charge of so much? She's not even able to drink, technically. Right. Right. Who's taking orders, like an excavation site from a 20-year-old? Unless they're like some kind of super genius. Yeah, where's the university professor? Right. We then meet Spike and Iggy who are spying on this girl and drop the line that they're supposed to nab her for Koopa. And uh, Mario and Luigi's truck breaks down. Spike and Iggy follow Daisy on foot. She comes upon Luigi at a payphone, to which he gives up for her, and she's calling to ask for more security at her site after the Scapelli threats. Uh, But, like, why'd she have to travel that far to use a phone? Like, she went (laughs) far. Like, they don't have any way to contact at the site. They didn't set up some sort of thing she had because it was on the outskirts of town and she like walked well into town before she's like i choose this payphone she thanks luigi but he sputters and stutters and uh, around offering her a ride back and uh where she needs to go when they drop her off they invite her for dinner which we immediately go to dinner it's a double date Mario seems like super into Luigi asking her out. He's like licking his lips mm-hmm. and like nodding his head, like yeah, you, yeah, you ask her out, yeah, you do it, Luigi. <laughs> He's like right over his shoulder. It's so weird. Ew! Why is he so into this? Get him out of the house. <laughs> well, why does he want him out of the house? Just to go with him anyway. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch you date the hell out of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, they're on a double date. Mario's super Jersey girlfriend, Daniela, uh, <laughs> and they are talking dinosaur bone stuff. Uh, she then discusses the necklace that uh, she wears. Daisy's got this rock, and this necklace with this little rock on it. And she says it's the only thing she has from when she was found. So, guess what? Guess who she is? No, guys, seriously, She's guess. 20 is what she is. She's Brooklyn 20 years ago. That's her name. <laughs> Lu- <laughs> Luigi shares that Mario brought, brought him up his whole life. So, they're not technically brothers. No, they're brothers. Oh, I mean, they are technically. I mean, Mario was his everything. Yeah, he's his mother, his father. Uncle. Uncle Mario. Uh, so outside, we see Spike and Iggy are stalking Daisy. As Luigi walks her home, we then see Iggy and Spike kidnap Mario's girlfriend after she's dropped at home, because apparently these guys keep kidnapping the wrong person. Daisy takes Luigi to the digging site. She takes him to where she found the fossils, which is in the sewers where the rubble caved in 20 years ago. Uh, they're about to have a moment when the water begins flooding, and two of the Scapelli guys 
scamper away and they go get Mario to fix the leak. As Mario and Luigi go to work, they are knocked out by Iggy and Spike who nab Daisy. They awaken and follow Daisy's cry for help through the cavernous tunnels and they see her face protrude through the wall crying for help. She leaps out and Luigi snags her necklace. Luigi tells Mario that he has a feeling and jumps into the portal. Mario then hesitantly follows as he falls down through some early 1990s like hit like edgy kid screensaver. Uh, Whoa! That's ridiculous. Mario instantly meets up with Luigi and they continue to follow through tunnels after Daisy's voice. They then enter a super busy city. A sign reads that they are in Koopa Square. And as I said, the city is very Blade Runner, Tim Burton, Batman, and Biff's alternate 1985. They spot Daisy getting into a taxi by Iggy and Spike. After they fall a flight of stairs, they see the little dinosaurs eating goo on the ground. They devise that they aren't in Brooklyn anymore and are being spied on by a tall dino with a small head, which we find out's a Goomba, but it doesn't look a fucking thing like a Goomba from a Mario game. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like eight feet tall. It's like ten feet tall. Mm -hmm. It's comically tall. How hard is it to make a little brown mushroom-looking thing with feet? For Christ's sakes. Yeah. God. And I never never saw the Goombas as being dinosaur-like, but here we are. Yeah, no. No, it's a mushroom with feet. Right. You're overthinking the movie. Exactly. This, Yeah, this whole screenplay is a process of way overthinking so much stuff and just fucking realizing you're already up Shit's Creek and just two paddles, right, Cullen? I mean, we're both up Shit's Creek, but at least we have a paddle. We got two paddles. <laughs> we then meet Koopa who is bitching about their world being dirty and being exiled after the meteor struck. And apparently, if he gets the princess and her rock, they can merge both worlds and get rid of the mammals. Spike and Iggy show up to tell him about Daisy, but also discover they don't have a necessary rock that the plumbers have it, so Koopa puts out a warrant for them immediately. So, okay, guys. So, so like, this Koopa is, like, nothing like King Koopa from the games. Right, Bowser? Like right, right. right. He was he, he didn't dress like a businessman, as far as I can right. remember. But <laughs> while totally not the character, and it wasn't going to be that way apparently. Anyways, if this is the direction they were they were going, casting a human to look like a human, I kind of dig some of what Dennis Hopper's doing because <laughs> he's just such an ass. And I'm like, all right, this is wrong, but I can enjoy Dennis Hopper. That's about what I have to do to enjoy and get through this movie. Um, but he's just always thinking of him with the, that spiky hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible for me to not think about him like that. Like, you know, Dennis Hopper took a nap during makeup and wardrobe and it, they're like, all right, send me the say, he looked at himself in the mirror. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, this is the movie I'm making, huh? He He had a story. He did the movie because he heard it was a video game thing and he it, and it wanted something like his son could see or something. And, it, and his son asked him, or his son asked him something like, why'd you, why'd you do the movie or whatever? He's like, well, you, you know, did it so you could get some new shoes, son. And he goes, well, I didn't need shoes that bad, dad. <laughs> After seeing the movie. What a crappy kid. I enjoyed the movie as a child. It's <laughs> still today. And he also said he was supposed to only shoot five weeks and it wound up being 17. Whoa! Wow! 
Yeah, this movie was... Five weeks it, is pretty short, though, still, for the main antagonist of the film, though. <laughs> Even that. Right, and I guess in the original script, Bowser was only human for, like, his first two scenes and then was a creature for the rest of the way. Oh. But, no, nope, didn't happen. So, uh, Mario and Luigi, they struggle for help in getting directions and hijinks with a vicious old woman uh, and a big woman ensue when she spots the rock that Luigi wears... And the big woman has a rocket-powered shoes. They're called Stompers, and she steals the rock. Down, down on their luck, uh, Mario and Luigi run into a guitar player who's arrested, and they take note of Mario and Luigi and arrest them too. This guitar player is uh, Toad. Toad. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the thing. I had watched this movie several times before I realized that was Toad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it doesn't look or act anything like Toad. You know, you're not really paying attention to the character names because you shouldn't have to in a movie called Super Mario Brothers. You should know right. who are the damn characters You should are. recognize them upon entering the screen. Um, yeah, exactly. This was supposed to it be should... Tom Waits. Yeah, instead it's Mojo Nixon, <laughs> who I'm told is an important musician. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Mojo Nixon. Yeah, he... he thank God, thank God he's offed quote-unquote early because I don't know how much more of this dude I could have taken because yeah he, he goes away and then he comes back and then I'm like wait why is he ba-? oh and he's called Toad I'm like oh they transformed him okay cool and then he never I love Toad you love Toad you like I do that stupid song that ain't got no money ain't got no water Food is bad. So is the air. See, so look at that. Catchy. Oh, boy. Well, and it's also curious how, like, Toad seems to know the entire plot that Koopa has. Like, well, have you tried to do anything about it or contact? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know he's, like, the dictator of this land, but there's got to be other... Th- there's no resistance or anything happening? Nothing. He's there to keep the peace and just be a buddy to anyone that may need him. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I guess. In Koopa's house, in a prison room, uh, Daisy's with other women, including Mario's girlfriend, Daniela. Uh, Mario and Luigi are checked into the precinct where we learn their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Name, Mario. Last name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Okay, how many Marios are there between the two of you? There's three. There's, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Mike! Mike! Up these Marios around the side. Which, dumb as that sounds, <laughs> I guess it makes sense if they're the Mario brothers. Uh, like, when I was watching it, you know, it's, uh, you know, Luigi says, like, hey, Mario raised me. Like, uh, uh, I thought it would just... It was <clears throat> just, you could have just named yourself like, I'm Mario, and that's Luigi, and that's it. Those are our names, period. Not uh, Mario, Mario, but like later in the movie, he, Mario talks about like his dad and his grandfather, and like, oh, I guess that, I guess you would know your last name then if you were raised by them. Oh, <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, who, who's like, yeah, this is going to be great, or... Uh, I, again, answering those questions no one was asking. Yeah, exactly. How do they jump so high? What's their last name? 
when I was seven and saw this movie, I thought it was hilarious. Like, how did they come up with that? Mario, Mario, LOL, which wasn't LOL then. It was just laughter. You just laughed in your seat. Yeah, loved it. So they get put through this decontamination process. And, and then they're putting a lineup for, a, like, a firing squad, but it ends up just being mugshots. Like, yeah, just more of, like, all the technology in the Mushroom Kingdom is dumb. Like, why would they have... It looks like a firing squad. It does. <laughs> but instead, it's just cameras. Like, why do they need five cameras to take a picture of two people? And it only took from one two angle. pictures. It only took two <laughs> pictures. Their technology sucks. It does suck. Their ba- their cars are like based on bumper car technology because there's no brakes. No. So, we'll get to that in a moment. Or no, we, no, we're at the police station. We're getting yeah. There's, there's no brakes. Uh, they're then tossed in cages right next to Toad. He gives them the lowdown on the whole parallel dimension thing. So all right, Koopa visits Mario and Luigi in prison prison as Larry Lazard, their so-called lawyer. And they ask to talk to Koopa, but he tells them they don't want to do that because he's evil. And he asks for the meteorite piece. And then when they're confused, he uh, attacks Luigi. And Koopa takes them to a lab all of a sudden and uh, shows them Toad getting devolved. And we find out that he was Toad here. Like This is the first time I noticed the name. It feels so like last minute for, yeah, call him Toad. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> he gets turned into a Goomba. So this is what those things come from they used to be humans <laughs> when i saw them walking around i thought like what the hell are those things and then they called him a goomba like what <laughs> yeah you're like what i know what that means but that's not what that is <laughs> that's all this movie yeah, is I, I know what that means but that's not it i didn't really get that as a kid de-evolving so went back to what he came from so he so dinosaurs were hum- dinosaur dinosaurs became humans like i guess because what uh, Koopa was Larry Lizard, he evolved Lizard. from the Lizard King or Lizard, yeah. well, which I think there was a Larry Lizard like when Koopa had his little his little minions. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mm-hmm. in Mario Three again. I think one of them's called Larry Lizard. There's Larry. Maybe? That's a Koopa kid. Maybe it's just Larry. Yeah, there's a Koopa kid named Larry. There's also one named Iggy, oh. but I don't right. think this Iggy has any relation. They just threw in the same name. Well, they do say that he is related. They're cousins. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. what they say in the movie. Yeah, but the spike, a, a spike in the Mario Brothers is one of those things with like the red shell and then the spike hanging up. Yeah. So again, the <laughs> names of stuff we know, but not actually what it is. Well, I guess his hair's like mohawky, like it would be a spike or I. No, no, I'm not going to give him that credit. So an angry Mario then shoves Koopa in the chair. Luigi takes care of the guards, and they throw him into the machine, the devolving machine, and escape. And Koopa says, I'll kill that plumber! (laughs) So this has got to be the part of the movie that you said where it was just like, okay, now he's a monster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, yeah, it's probably where it's supposed to be because he, like, does that little effect thing, and that's it. We don't really see anything till later as they uh wander to escape the prison they find some mushrooms and some goo uh, the fungus or whatever and uh, a bomb pops up but they they ignore it and then uh, zip line across the prison and wind up in the garage and steal a police car this results in a chase through the alleys that has a lot of crashes and fire and winds up uh with the car driving out of some mountain tunnel 
and being saved by getting held up in fungus. Like, what was great about just all of this is just, it's nonsense. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, when he, Mario is driving, and he says, now this is driving. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. When did Mario Kart come out? Oh, oh my God! Right. I think Mario Kart came out in 1992. I didn't yeah, catch yeah. it. Yeah, nice reference there. But, but when he said oh, this is driving, and it's like, what are you talking? What? You're not doing anything spectacular. You're just making the car move. I don't get it. What you're talking about, asshole? That that big yeah, that fungus thing just carries them all the way down, and like he takes credit for it, and like oh, I'm such Sneeze a great driver. Him out. <laughs> yeah, well, and this this whole scene, this cha- I'm like, there is fire and sparks and crashes and set, and I'm like, I'm like this is where I was like, damn, this, I mean, this movie, like, costs a shitload of money, but it like is spending it and showing it. I'm like, damn, it's not an impressive chase or anything, but they're trying. Really hard. Right. <laughs> well, there's, there's just so much nonsense happening, though. Like, there are crashes happening. I believe there are crashes like, just constantly happening like, mm-hmm. in this city that have nothing to do with the action of the scenes. Like, why? what? With- like, stop taking focus away from the main part of your film. Koopa is taking a mud bath now, and Spike and Iggy inform him that Mario and Luigi are in the desert. Remember, there was a desert world in Mario. Yeah, so there we go. It's just like the game. Two things real quick. One, uh, Koopa really does have kind of a germaphobic thing, like someone that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. One, and two, he's in that mud bath, and he says, You know what I love about mud? It's clean and it's dirty at the same time. No, it isn't. (laughs) Mud's not clean at all. No. Mud is mud. Right. It's made from dirt. The dirtiest thing. It's in the name. It's dirt. <laughs> it's wet dirt. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, and he is a dirt. He's always spraying his no hands. One... That's right. Yeah. What happens when you get covered in mud? You take a shower to clean off because you're dirty. <laughs> Mario facts. There's just been this woman with him in most of his scenes. Her name's Lena. He tells her... <laughs> <laughs> we just find out now, I think. Yeah. We don't know what the relationship is at all. And you know what's funny? <laughs> this totally doesn't happen, but I had some memory. I'm like, oh, I think she's like silent the whole movie, and we find out she's like a snake or something. No, no, she's an actual person. <laughs> she does talk. It's just like I have, she does like a lizard move though. She does like a yeah, she, whatever that noise is, she, and it's like yeah. she does all these things. I'm like, oh, she's like a secret dinosaur or something, and I'm like, nope, no, no, she's not. Yeah, the, yeah, she just does that this weird vibrating head thing. Like, like <laughs> for the first time we see, like she gets pissed about hearing daisies there or something, and that happens. And then later in the movie, like like in the dance club, like they all like there's a, people just dancing and they all shake their heads like that too. Like, what is this? Yeah, I was, why is why did you make this a point in your film? Like, I think I was thinking she was like Nagini in the Harry Potter movies, like the snake that can turn into people, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. she's not. No, I, I think it was crisscrossing. You know that classic Mario franchise with Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> There's was so she supposed to be like his wife or just his Sh- assistant? Assist- or? I think just assistant. I don't know. Koopa don't sell down. His boo thing. Here's the thing. If it's his assistant, why is she dressed like that? <laughs> yeah. 
these flowing gowns everywhere she goes. So he tells her to bring the princess and clean her up. And then Lena gets Daisy and tells her that she has her mother's eyes. Spike and Iggy get evolved instead of devolved, and now they're smart. And Koopa charges them to go to the desert. And Koopa says if they don't return with the plumbers and the rock, he will personally kill them. Daisy is put in one of her mother's dresses, which Lena tells the story of her mother stealing the rock and taking her to the other side. Proving once more, we don't need the fucking opening sequence. Because <laughs> we have been told that whole thing now has been complete. It's been told in three parts throughout the regular story, but we saw the whole thing and a narration early on. She asks about her father, to which Lena says, depends on what you mean by living. Or she's like, is he still alive? And says that. Koopa talks about the progress of a handheld de-evolution gun with a cop. And you can hear power-up sounds in the background. Like, one-ups are just randomly playing mm-hmm. in the background. It's like, look, we know Mario. You know that sound, right? <laughs> yeah, you haven't had anything Mario-related in a while. How about some sounds? Yeah. You know what? I- I'm starting to feel like The Wizard was a more accurate Mario adaptation. <laughs> that at least I well, felt the excitement of Mario 3. I'll, I'll say this, Brandon. There's platform jumping in it, and not just with the boots. When they jumped from the dimension or the the exploded caves or whatever, where there's the dimensional rift that is surprisingly well lit for being caves underground, mm-hmm. they, they they jumped from that into the into the dimension. So that's a, that's a platform jump. <sighs> Daisy sits in a chair waiting, and a chained up little dinosaur wanders around and seems friendly. Koopa wanders in and lets us know that it is Yoshi because you have to tell us these things. And he goes, he's a pet of the royal family and they have a little discussion and he has Toad, the Goomba Toad, who has a harmonica on himself. Take her away. Uh, Yoshi, guys. Uh, Yeah. Can you imagine getting on and riding him? No, you would crush him. Right. He's maybe three feet tall. Talk about maybe forcing something in here. Hey, look, it's Yoshi. It's like, that's not what I want. <laughs> this is nothing. Yes. This is like, this is just a night. Like, I mean, it makes Masters of the Universe look like a fucking Lord of the Rings adaptation. <laughs> I mean, no, you're right. Geez. Masters of the Universe is a more faithful adaptation. And that wasn't than even, Super that Mario was Brothers. barely close. It, ha- it actually, the only, the, oh my God. Masters of the Universe had recognizable characters. Uh, but not what we were wanting out of a Masters of the Universe movie. Right. This has a movie, nothing. A, 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 a show in continuity that has never taken place on Earth took entirely place on Earth in the movie is still more accurate right. than Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. In the desert, Spike and Iggy spy on Mario and Luigi, but have a hard time with their little tank. Is this supposed to be like the tank in... Mario 3? Is that what this is? Sure. Okay. I I guess. That's, I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. I've seen this movie a few times. The first time I ever thought about that. All I ever thought was, how is that thing powered up? Because those <laughs> things can only be powered when that grid's above it, right? Because why else would it have huge poles above its head with sparks flying out of it? How is that being right. powered? Answer that question, movie. That's the question I want to know. 
they fall off a cliff into some mud. Mario and Luigi tie them up and ask them for information. And Luigi has a fun sparring of words with them. And they keep asking for the rock and, and then tell Mario and Luigi the importance of it. Uh, we also discover Scapelli's antics blasted a hole in the sealed door between dimensions. And they describe the woman who stole the rock and, and Spike and Iggy recognize her as, get this, Big Bertha, which is a fucking fish in the game. <laughs> it's a big black woman in this. For some reason. And I'll tell you what, like this was one of the points of the movie I was talking about earlier where I was like, oh man, why can't this movie's booking? We're about, d- no, we still have like <laughs> an hour. Because I thought, I'm like, okay, yeah. on to the castle. No. Yeah, you figure, like, okay, they do this, and the next step is, like, they're on their way to get her. Like, they escape the prison. It's it's time to it's time to start winding down, which you could probably cut everything before that, and no one would notice. <laughs> Daisy shares some time in a room with Yoshi, feeling bad for him as they are both prisoners. Spike and Iggy have agreed to take Mario and Luigi to Daisy and the tower if they get the rock from Bertha first. Uh, they then hijack a dump truck, which... W- why? What? What did this do? Do you know what the dump truck? See, what was I? I was. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like this, like assumed that the dump truck was going to the Bowser's skyscraper or whatever. Like but that's not where they're going. Uh, they they go. They they end up getting in some spiffy clothes of Iggy's to go to the club. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, to sneak back in apparently. It's the, yeah, that's what it was, because they had to steal the don't, trash truck or whatever, put the mask on to get in, because otherwise they'd be recognized. Uh, okay. They and put those the, guys were supposed to be like the little guy, you know, the guys that shot out pellets mm-hmm. in that's the what game? I was, yeah, like, I think, yeah, you're right. I think they're supposed to be shy guys. Oh, God. Or the Sniffit, is it Sniffits or oh, Sniffits? God. I don't know what they are. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's right. Ooh. They make do they, no, they don't make that noise. That's the bird. The who <laughs> shoot out the egg. Uh, yeah, bird. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, Mario yeah. two. <laughs> right. Oh man. Um. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, same game, but different characters. You're right. And I tell you what, like this is this is crazy. And I know this is nitpicky and dumb, but you would think it would be easy with the costuming department and stuff. Why do they refuse to put Luigi and Green in this movie? I don't know. And like, I, you'd think it'd be, like, okay, you know, like, they're not always wearing their plumber suits. F- fine. But, you know, like, the Power Rangers, when they go hang at the juice bar when they're not Power Ranging, you know, Jason exactly the Red Ranger, he wears a red hoodie. Billy wears mm-hmm. a blue T-shirt. You know, Kimberly wears a pink leotard. It's, you know, it's stupid, but, I mean, this movie's clearly color-coding things, and when they go out to the club in those outfits... Mario's wearing yellow and Luigi's wearing red. Okay. Is he Wario? Is it? Oh, like they, they weren't that smart. No, don't give him that credit. Well, it would have been hilarious if Luigi was wearing purple. Purple, yeah. Because then it would have been. That would have been great. Luigi or uh, while Luigi and Wario go I think the club. while Luigi comes after this game, this movie though, right? No, no, he, he does. Okay. He does. He does. But no, I had the exact same thought. Like you've missed. <laughs> not 
an incredible opportunity here, you idiots. Like, <laughs> like not only, like, you know, there, at least there's other times in the movie where, like, you know, Mario, he's got, like, a red collar or, you know, like, his, like red on his tool belt. Or there's just something red about him at certain points in the movie. Like, this is the most perfect opportunity where the guys are walking in here. They're wearing one color. Like, right. in a fucking game. Why not just give them the colors that they were in the fucking game? Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, like, Luigi's just wearing... I mean, he's not wearing... He's just wearing, like, s- random shit. Why not make, like, a green a green T-shirt, you know? like Or a, a green hat, green yeah. shoes, green pants. Any article of his clothing could be green. Did John Leg was, was he allergic to green? Did he have a some kind of axe to grind with the Hulk? Why isn't he wearing green? I mean, this is a fantasy movie. This isn't, like, fucking, like, Clerks. Where they're trying to make them look like they're wearing like <laughs> real clothes and hanging out. Like, why don't ha- they don't have any fun with this? And and this whole movie's making me think like, God, they should never ever try for live action Mario. I just don't know if it would. Like, I'm glad like Illumination has the rights and they're going to be making a Mario movie. And it's going to be animated. I'm like, maybe that's just the only way to go, because I don't know who you'd get to want to make it live action one and to like get it right because. Hoskins fits the build, but then, like, as best they dress him, it just doesn't, it's like, oh, this looks shitty. <laughs> you know, like, I don't. Yeah. The way they dress him, if it was a character in modern times, he'd be wearing New Balance shoes. <laughs> That's how he dresses in this movie. Yes. I'm still trying to figure out the color. The flower is red and yellow, so they're trying to say they had firepower. Oh, God. But it's not, you're still wearing white. I'm trying to defend the red and yellow. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> Yeah, is that sense. why they have fire? They have fire powers. Is that what you're saying? So it's like, right. that's what color the flower was. So if we put them in that, people will know. There we go. <laughs> Stupid. Isn't this a little bit feminine? Yes, I know. It was my ex-wife's. But you wear this stuff? <laughs> yes, on occasion we have a date. Who do you date? A canary? So they, uh, at the club, the woman at the door recognizes them right away and calls it in. And then they spot Bertha and... Spike and Iggy decided to just, like, watch all this. Uh, Mario works some charm to get Bertha to dance and manages to snag the rock in the process. Uh, Lena shows up in the club with Goombas just as uh, they succeed in getting the rock back. And then there's some remix uh, with George Clinton of Walk the Dinosaur plays while they play hot potato with this rock and try to avoid capture. You know, it's amazing that this uh, alternate dimension has popular music also from our dimension. <laughs> Right. But you know what? It's funny, though, like, because I, I think what gets lost upon people is back during this time, dinosaurs were fucking huge. And before Jurassic Park, even there was like some some mm-hmm. bones had been like big time bones had been like uncovered recently or something. And there was like just a craze for dinosaurs and like walk the dinosaur made a big comeback at the time. Like there was I remember our local zoo did like that huge uh, like a huge dinosaur exhibit where mm-hmm. they just had that fucking song on repeat. The whole time when you walk through the exhibit, <laughs> kind of. I know. There was a show called Dinosaur. There was dinosaurs. Yeah, oh, there was it. dinosaurs. Not the mama. Not the Not mama. Not the mama. So I just realized the song was "Walk the Dinosaur." I thought it was "Everybody Do the Dinosaur." Yeah, walk the dinosaur. You know, open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. What Makes... dinosaur am I supposed to walk? <laughs> yeah. How do I get the leash on? Eufa- is that a yeah. euphemism for something? What are you? What are you talking about? Is this, a, this is an ad for yeah. your pet walking service. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about like taking your grandfather out for a good time? What's what's happening? 
Or like walk like an Egyptian so they want you to actually walk like a dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> right. Walk like an Egyptian think- or walk like a dinosaur? You decide. <laughs> of, yeah. of all of these uh, possibilities, yours by far makes the most sense, Jessica. Just see a <laughs> well, bunch I of people. I just- the dinosaur, so I'm until <laughs> literally yesterday. It's like, just huh. a bunch, just a bunch of people acting like raptors on a dance floor. So silly. <laughs> uh, Lena takes a shot of some drink with a worm. Bertha ends up assisting Mario, Mario and Luigi in hiding out in the coat room, and she offers them some stompers, which are these uh, rocket shoes, pretty much. Uh, and she kisses Mario, and they rocket up through the ceiling to the roof. Luigi finds another bomb in the fungus, but Mario won't let him take it. And they get surrounded, but manage to jump in the back of a garbage truck. So, so that dance was so good that Big Bertha immediately decided, well, I gotta save him. They've known each other for three minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he was the whole, like, she stole from him, and he was trying to steal it back from her. It's just like... She called him Pudgy Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and in video Dream game live. speak, Mario just kissed a big fish on the mouth. <laughs> And this, this, this all happens because Mario says, uh, "What, uh, what? Women can't resist a Mario." That that sexy, sexy Bob Hoskins body that he's dragging <laughs> out on the floor. So, so Jessica, when you were watching this, you saw him he's on the dance floor. What what was stirring in your heart? I just remember as soon as it started, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he goes for he goes for the rock with his teeth, and he like puts his face in her boobs." To try yeah. to snatch up the rock, and I'm like, nice. It's like confidence. It, <laughs> it works. So maybe Bob got things stirred up for me. I don't know. <laughs> Little pudgy buns. My favorite part in Mario Brothers is when you go to the uh, the to get some like bonus suits and stuff. When you go to the club, and oh yeah, and you gotta mm-hmm. do stuff. That's my favorite part of Mario games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part, too, yeah. Yeah, yep. But it was called Although, the Boom Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure those boots are about, like, oh, you're jumping, you know, it's because their jumps are so big and all that. But there was a boot in Mario 3 that you jumped in and rode around Oh, in. there was, yeah, so yeah. It's, so it's very possible it could also be referencing that and, as well. And there was a spotlight thing in one of the Mario games, might have been Mario World, that uh, looked like a disco ball. So maybe that's where they get in the club <laughs> so, thing from. Oh, Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to extract that much out of it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> good. It's making sense now. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Look out, Masters of the Universe. Mario might top you. Uh, <laughs> Koopa enters a room with a throne and a gross thing. It, 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 it's... <laughs> It's just disgusting. It's somehow it like, sexual in in a way that it's like like I'm watching science sex stuff. Like it's like, oh, this is gross. This is like, ugh. It's like, all right, we we we, uh, we took everyone's uh, samples. Everyone has blown their nose, and we've all wrung it out into a bucket. And then we've got a a box of bull semen. We're gonna mix it up, throw it up on the wall, and see what it looks like. And then we're going to have a thing like a red rocket come out of there, but it's green and gooey. <laughs> Koopa flaunts his accomplishments at this and then, and tells what he's going to do, and he's like, he's like, I'm guessing this is the king, but I don't care. <laughs> Mario and Luigi get dumped off at Koopa's office building, and at this point, I hit the display button and go, fuck, we have 50 minutes left? <laughs> Oh, jeez. I'm like, what in the... <laughs> I just 
is like, here we go. It's the no. So Koopa, Koopa then just orders a pizza. Yes. Wait, <laughs> pizza here. May I help you? King Koopa here. Oh yes, sir. I'd like the Koopa special. Pterodactyl tail on that? Yes. Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, no worms, and uh, spicy. That's like one part of the, of the movie I always remember, because it's not important at, at all. Maybe it's a throwback like to the show, the super today. show. It's a yeah. throwback to the super show. Is that right? I because just, I someone has to like pizza? But There's a lot of It's the 90s, early 90s, yeah. everybody has to eat pizza. Like, that's, yeah. that's a thing. Please, He's saying with lizard and hold the mammal and give me the Bowser special. Like, what are you? Why is this important? And why did you need to use a laser gun to order this? <laughs> Stupid. And it doesn't come back in the movie. He mentions it a couple no, of no, times. No, no, someone says the pizza's here. He's like, I don't care about that. Yeah, exactly. It's not funny. He doesn't add it. Like, who cares? <laughs> You want to save time? Cut that shit out! Yep. Uh, at the bottom, we see Luigi and Mario. There's all these fungus-infested pipes, and Mario realizes it's the heating system, so they begin to sabotage it. An alarm goes off, and Mario finds some lockers, and they get some new outfits that they pair up with their stompers, and they're, I'm going to air quote this, recognizable costumes <laughs> uh, that aren't so recognizable. They're finally wearing red in green. With grandpa However, golf hats. <laughs> a backwards ball cap and I uh, Yeah, I'm like, wait, they were baseball hats. Like what and overalls. Was these, yeah, not, not ju- like, jumpsuits. Yeah. Mm. Not buying it. Yeah, it's Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's Dolph so... Lundgren look like fucking He Man, okay? I'm gonna I'm now turning this into an in defense of Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren looked like fucking He-Man. I don't care. He looked like... Skeletor looked like fucking Skeletor. Like, they didn't hold back. They are like, we don't have the money to, to Evil shoot. Lynn looked like Evil Lynn. Right. They just look, or, or they look like, you know, like, real, like... You know, we got Man at Arms yes. looked like Man at Arms. I don't know why Quildor was there, but mistakes were made... Clearly. Clearly. Uh, why couldn't they just give him overalls? Just uh, overalls. overalls. It's so easy. I'm sorry. Like at, at least he had a mustache. One of them had a mustache. <laughs> One of them did. Oh yeah. They got half of that I right. I realized that. Yeah. Like where are the wearing hats? Like okay. He's sure. calling him Luigi. <laughs> you know it's supposed to be Luigi. <laughs> what he, do you want from us? He's taller. Effort? He's taller and thinner than Bob Hoskins, right? Yeah. <laughs> So that counts. And we, oh, so uh, they're blocked. They go into elevator. They're blocked in view by some Goombas, and they get to hear a King Koopa rant and anger about things going to hell. And he storms off. And then Lena reveals that she has the rock. Mario and Luigi stay in the elevator as it's filled with the Goombas. And then this light song plays. Luigi begins swaying all of them. And uh, you can tell the people who made this movie thought this was the fucking bee's knees. This this whole so did Goomba I. dancing thing. <laughs> They're like, people can get mad about our loose adaptation all they want, but when they get to that Goomba elevator scene, it's all going to make sense. I still, even rewatching it, I'm watching it like as a kid. I'm like, LOL, still funny. In your seat, LOL. Stupid. When I watched it, I just thought, like, what is happening? Why? What? What is this? Like, they made them dance? Like, did they not? Like, I know they're dumb, but they still have, like, you know tactile sense and 
they can like oh someone's pushing me gently one way and like <laughs> god like, like maybe these people shouldn't be the ones protecting your kingdom if they're too yeah. stupid to realize wait a minute i'm being manipulated oh well, they are god! they are devolved i guess but um i guess but Come on, man. <laughs> Toad enters Daisy's room and offers her some uncooked meat. She said she's a vegetarian. She goes, I don't eat anything with a face. But she would eat a head of lettuce, right? <laughs> Lena wanders. Well, it's, bad new- it's bad news for Luigi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lena wanders in and kicks Toad out. She attempts to kill Daisy, but you know, she slaps his tongue around her and knocks her down so Daisy can escape. So they're like, look, kids, we did our homework. That's what, that's what, that's what Yoshi does, right? Yeah. He also eats berries. Yes. <laughs> Mario and Luigi climb out of the elevators. The Goombas dance. Daisy runs around the halls and bumps into Goombas and Spike and Iggy. Toad shows up and they get he gets engulfed in flames by the other Goombas, but Daisy extinguishes him. And then Spike and Iggy reveal to Daisy that they've been loyal supporters to, of her and her father. They take uh, her to the fungus with the throne and the king and that King Koopa talked to earlier. It's the he was the first victim of de-evolution. Mario and Luigi wander through the halls and stuff, and Yoshi finds Daisy. She frees him out of his shackles, and then finds a control panel and controls it with a gun, uh, making our duck hunt reference, I suppose, because <laughs> she was shooting at the screen. I was like, oh, it's fucking duck hunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that uh, Iggy and Spike, that's the last we see of them, right? Nope. <laughs> There's, oh, they do come back? Okay, never mind. I apologize. I uh, I guess I was just trying to block them out because they don't add anything to the movie. No. It's like, it's well, like much, for some reason, say. in like kids' movies and shit back then, they're like, oh, we got to have like the, the, the stupid goons that, you know, are, are heroes <laughs> yes. like foil right and left, but they're somewhat dangerous. I don't know. But Daisy finds Mario and Luigi uh, monitor and is able to communicate her location with them. Uh, as they wander around, Luigi grabs a mushroom off the fungus. Police guy relays that he's ready to devolve the mammals, and Koopa realizes that Lena has turned on him. Double cross and double cross. Like, he's got Spike and Iggy, and he's got Lena. Koopa, Koopa does not run a good ship here. Uh, Luigi and Mario meet up with Daisy, who introduces her dad to them. Daisy then tells Mario about Daniela, and he goes to rescue her. Koopa and Goombas apprehend Luigi and Daisy immediately. The cop guy grabs Lena and takes the rock back in the room with the false princesses. It's freezing, and Mario sneaks in there from above and quietly communicates with Daniela, which she tells one of her friends, who stupidly blurts everything out. They knock out the Goomba, though, and then Mario has them gather mattresses as he opens a vent, and he goes, hey, You must be the girl, some missing girl from Brooklyn. Yeah, except for Angelica. She's been clean, but she's all right. Hey, I'm freezing my butt off here. There's cold air coming from that air vent. Yeah, we froze the pipes. We're going for a little ride. The cop. He brings the rock to Koopa. Mario and the Brooklyn ladies bobsled through the tunnel uh, away from some bobsledding Goombas, and they wind up crashing out the building and into the front of the other building where Koopa is, and Koopa starts boasting about winning, and Luigi grabs a tiny bullet bill from which uh, he slips it into a stomper, and they shoot it at Koopa, and Mario goes to go after Koopa, and Luigi gives him his belt. At this point, I hit the display button again and go, oh, fuck, we still got 40 minutes? <laughs> it's been ten. There's only been ten minutes of stuff that's happened. I'm like, God. I'm like, what? There is not a battle that's going to be worth watching for forty minutes. But here we are. Masters of the Universe got that shit done in like eighty. Okay, just 
<sighs> yeah. Okay. So Mario goes to face Koopa. Luigi says, Trust the fungus. Which, man, we were all saying that summer of 93, weren't we? <laughs> I was just, Eric, couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> yo, yo, trust the fungus. You trust the fungus today. You know I did. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Mario knocks into Koopa, who drops a rock, and Lena nabs it, falling into some electric fence or something, and she ends up getting up and escaping into the tunnels to Brooklyn, <laughs> saying, the universe is mine. <laughs> oh, you know, I watched it, like I said, with, with my wife, and she laughed out loud at this. It's just so... because it, It's just like the silhouette of her running down this, again, very well-lit cave. It's a totally circular cave. It just looks so over-the-top and ridiculous. Like I, I, I can't even... I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> she begins merging as Daisy, Luigi, and the Jersey Hose come up upon her. Mario and Koopa continue to face off as Mario tricks him into thinking he has the rock... But it's a ba-bomb, and people lose their shit when they see it, and he sets it off on a slow walk to Koopa, but it falls off the edge down into some fungus underground. Luigi sends all the hoes through the portal to warn Brooklyn about Koopa, because they're going to believe these ladies. When when Lena tries to complete the merge, she is blasted into the wall and turned into a skeleton, one of the coolest things in this movie. Um, yeah. Daisy realizes that only she can withstand the force, and she attempts to it, pull and, the rock um, out. <clears throat> Um, why? 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 Why is she the only one that can do it? I don't... How, how did this asteroid that made these dimensions... Why is she the only one that can pull the, the rock out? I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Just right? because she's the princess? The king didn't send the... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, in a movie that liked to explain things <laughs> that didn't need explained. Yeah, it, it seems like the thing that our main villain is trying to do... It might be important to let us know how he's going to be able to do it and why she's an integral part of it. I mean, we know she has the rock. Fine. Great. Whatever. But she's like, oh, I'm the only one that can pull it out. Why? 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 But instead. Why movie? Instead. Why? An opening narration and a prologue. That's what we got. <laughs> and then a re-explanation through uh, exposition dialogue about the uh, opening narration and the prologue. Like, you can't, you can't tell me that they need to take all 30 minutes of that out. Like, that all 30 minutes was related to like, however she was able to pull that out. You had to be able to just include that crap in there. Mm-hmm. There just had to be a few minutes of it, just to make it make a... Just a, just a shred of sense. That's all I'm asking for here, movie. Just a shred of sense. I'm already this deep into your horrible adaptation that I'm just accepting <laughs> is what it is. Give me something. Just, just throw me a bone, movie. Maybe they're magic. Her and her dad, the whole family. I'm gonna go with All that. All right. Well, that would have been nice. Maybe they could have said that. <laughs> yes, said. Just like how he was the fungus and he took over the city. That's all him, apparently. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it's not just that that one ball of snot that's hanging from the ceiling. It's he's all over the, the city. Yeah. Mario and Koopa start turning to dust as Koopa realizes they are merging. Uh, they disappear. Koopa is pleased, but uh, back in Brooklyn, the Twin Towers transform into Koopa Tower, which that hasn't aged well. Uh, (laughs) Koopa, some Goombas and Mario appear. Koopa zaps Capelli with the Devolve gun, and it turns him into a monkey. Koopa shoots Mario, but he blocks with the mushroom, and it grows. And that's all that it is. That's all. There's nothing. I don't know. (laughs) He he doesn't doesn't get a one-up? No. 
and he doesn't get bigger. Nope. <laughs> but the mushroom does. <laughs> and or his car, his so car doesn't go faster. Sure. So I, I, again, someone uh, whoever wrote this, they were told like, so there's this mushroom, and then you use it, and it gets, and then uh, you get bigger. And they like, okay, so the mushroom gets bigger. So it's like, like what? Uh, it's already in the, like, it's already yeah. the script. I can't redo it. It's in the script. It's like a shield, right? No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, great. Perfect. Also, here's the thing. Uh, someone was just de-evolved into a chimpanzee. Right. In front of a group of, a huge group of people. And I think there was a television crew there as well. How is no one freaking out from that? One. And two, how is no one freaking out from people just materializing out of nowhere? And then someone turns into a chimp, and then a few minutes later, they turn into ash again. No reaction from the crowd <laughs> at all. As, as we learned at Jason Takes Manhattan, welcome to New York. <laughs> well, they're real lucky that no one pushed, took them in a back alley and tried to put heroin, heroin or... And dump them in a toxic win- waste barrel. <laughs> that, that's just sitting open in the alleyways. Yes. So Luigi and uh, the princess pull the rock, and Mario and Koopa return to the other dimension. Uh, the Bob-omb continues to wander. Toad shows up and hands Daisy and Luigi some weapons. As Mario and Koopa stand off, Toad plays his harmonica, which distracts the Goombas. Bertha uh, gives Luigi some stompers, and Koopa goes nuts, firing his gun everywhere. Mario and Luigi then use uh, the Super Scope 6 from Super Nintendo and turn Koopa into his true form. As the Babam explodes and blows him away, Koopa bursts out as a giant dinosaur and then turns into some gooey liquid. I don't know what the fuck this movie is now. Like, I <laughs> I don't know what the hell. What oh, it's great that they use like, the super scope in it, like, as the de-evolve guns. Like, okay, well, that looks kind of neat, but at the same time, it's just like, why was that a choice you... You made. I don't cue the ca- Captain like, America uh, meme. I get that reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and also, did it? Did you guys? I mean, you must have noticed uh, the Babam when it was standing underneath Koopa that blows up. Why? Why does it have Reebok symbols on its feet? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see, see that. that. You didn't? Oh my god! Yeah, the the underside of its feet it has the Reebok symbol and it says Reebok on each foot like in, in red letters yes. yeah, Reebok like, didn't have the like... money to put him on the stompers <laughs> only yeah. have the bomb feet. so again there's this thing from another dimension that somehow has the marketing uh, product from our dimension <sighs> why 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 <laughs> why 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 People cheer as Mario and Luigi fly away. People begin painting over Koopa signs and stuff immediately. Uh, the big fungus king turns into Lance Henriksen. How? How, how? How, how, how? How? Because it's good to be the king. <laughs> Nothing hit him. There, there was no evolution gun that hit him. Why, why, does, why does Koopa becoming slime make Lance Henriksen? Not fungus. Huh? Magic. (laughs) He was hiding from Koopa. You know, maybe I I don't know. know. How did he get changed? Here's the thing. How about this movie? (laughs) I'm going to fix your movie here in about three seconds. You make the king, he uses magic and crap, and Koopa is all jealous of that. So what he does, he uses science to 
de-evolve the king, so he says, all right, magic's no good anymore. Me, science is in charge. There's your movie, idiots. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? You want to do your weird Blade Runner crap? And that way you still have the fantasy element, too. Learn to write a movie. <laughs> so uh, Mario and Luigi, they go back to the portal. Daisy uses the rock to give them uh, an opening. She tells Luigi she can't go. She must stay till they get things settled there and gets to know her father. Mario tells Luigi that he needs to let her stay because apparently Luigi staying isn't an option. Uh, Daisy and Luigi kiss, and Mario and him go through the portal. Uh, Yoshi waves goodbye, and then Toad co- yeah. comes in and says, Am I correct in saying that Yoshi had no interaction with either Mario or Luigi until this point in the movie where he's waving goodbye to them? Right. You're right. Uh, maybe they all so, maybe they all went to like Hardee's and then like on the yeah. way out and like this is this is uh this is Yoshi. But no, like Yoshi I didn't even realize he was there until he he pops right. out and he waves and I'm like, Oh and then Toad just randomly wanders and he's like, Bye <laughs> <laughs> The Toad thing I can forgive a little bit, but the but Yoshi is just like what how are you walking around? The, uh, I don't know, the evil woman, whatever, Lena, whatever her name is, she stabbed him in the neck, and he's walking around just fine. Well, I, I love that when they leave, that it's her, her body is still plastered on the wall, like right next to where they exit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a warning sign. Just a, it's a yeah, it's, it's a Careful, beware. first step's a bitch. I wish they would have took Yoshi with them, Mario and Luigi, and just throw a saddle on him. Right. Like, He's out. <laughs> right. So uh, we go three weeks later. Mario, Daniela, and Luigi get ready for dinner and watch a report on Mario. the Mario Brothers saving the day where the reporter says, The Mario Brothers. Mario from around the miraculous world. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up. Come on. Courageously crossed a dimensional bridge and managed to return the missing Brooklyn girls and save a parallel world from a ruthless dictator. Fine for the max. I'd call them the Super Mario Brothers. Oh. Daisy then busts in the door, geared up, and says, she needs her help. You're never going to believe this. And Mario grabs his stuff and freeze frame. And you know what? I'm, you know, I'm never going to believe it because we didn't get a sequel. <laughs> and then some wow. awful song happens that I don't remember I right remember. now. I just remember it. It was like rock it set. Hurts. And they like, and that was the first credit was like <laughs> that song. Also, uh. if you stayed till the end of the credits, there's these two Asian fellers, which I assume is Probably a cameo by some Nintendo founder or Mario creator. Well, I must say we have a very exciting proposal. A video game based on your many adventures. What would you call it? Iggy's World. The Indomitable Spike. The Super Koopa Cousins. And then's the end. Oh. I forgot. Oh, God. So, gang, uh, here's something. Uh, this movie ends. Hey, it's three weeks later. Okay, great. And the news is new- still reporting. <laughs> <laughs> news is still reporting on it, and it was clear. It clearly, it happened. Like you know, it's clearly the same day it happened. It's the guy, the reporter that was there covering the event, wearing the same clothes. <laughs> but he's he just he just stayed there for three weeks and didn't change his clothes. Is that what's going on? 
clearly yeah. c- clearly the the ending was just like, because they hacked the crap out of it it's like all right well we got to do something to end this so they threw that in and they threw daisy coming in like oh we need you to do this guys isn't it crazy how like similar the ending of this movie is to mortal kombat i'm trying to remember mortal what, kombat what, uh, ends and like they go back and then the princess, Katana, shows up. She's like, oh, shit, what the hell, man? We need you guys. And then, like, Shao Kahn. Yeah, he, like, comes out. He's like, hey, motherfuckers. It's like, oh, shit, everybody ready. <laughs> and then it's like, credits. <laughs> you know? like Yeah. And it's, yeah. this one isn't as theatrical as that because they obviously had no more money left. But it's very much like princess comes back. She's like, this shit ain't over. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they want you to, like, get ready for the next one. Uh, oh, my. What, it, like, and, you know, I, I, I know I kept um, referring back to Masters of the Universe, but that, I mean, it, and that's not a video game turned movie, but that was a live action adaptation of something I would, that was beloved by me as a child that was a disappointment in not really giving me what I want. But as I watched Mario, I feel like that movie was closer to giving me what I wanted. <laughs> then this. When I when I was a kid, I didn't have a Nintendo. I really wanted one. My parents just, I don't know, hated me to be happy or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I I would have to watch like the Mario Brothers Super Show or the other Mario cartoons mm-hmm. that would the come. Star- yeah, so Mario yeah. Brothers Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to watch those. That was my only way I could enjoy Mario Brothers. So like, all right, there's a movie. Like, oh, awesome! I can't wait for this. And then this happens. And you're like, I don't want a Nintendo so- anymore. <laughs> it was, it was a bummer, man. I'll tell you that. I left. It's like, well, that wasn't very good, was it? Okay. I mean, this is, <laughs> we, like, we when know. you're a kid. Like, I mean, when you're young and stuff. Like this movie, you knew right off the bat was just bad. Sometimes you'd make excuses for things or be like, oh, it was a Mario movie I saw. This one, you were just like, that wasn't anything like I wanted. Like, I get, you know. You, there's what you you setting your expectation on what you want, and then what you and then seeing what you got. But I mean, in this case, it's just it doesn't even like have anything to make you feel or remind you of Mario Brothers. There's names. Yeah, yeah that's about it. They just tried so hard to make it the real world, right? And yeah, like, can't you just go with it being fantasy and then go from yeah, there? Yeah, the problem yeah. lied with the Nintendo leaving their hands off of it till it was too yeah. late. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem. Like, like you're basing this off a property where there are creatures flying around in clouds and ghosts. <laughs> so you know what? Reality isn't really what we're going for here. Right. Yeah, I would like to see Mario turn into a raccoon, please. And yeah. Fly through the and air. if you make a kids movie, who gives a fuck? Like, I, you know, there's plenty of kids. Was adventure. it profitable? Congratulations, you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, this movie did horrible. Like every movie. But one, like the week it came out, it was like number four at the box office. And mm-hmm. every movie that was in the top 10 that week, except for one, did better than it. Like oh, wow. every movie, no matter where it was, did better than this movie, except for like one. And it was like a difference of like a million dollars. I was just cu- like, I got really curious on box office because this is a huge bomb. And I was just curious. I was like, what in the world was its competition like? It was a summer movie. It was a Disney movie. They put it under one of their different studio banners, but this was a Disney movie. Okay, came out the same weekend as Cliffhanger. With Cl- Cliffhanger was a huge success. It also came out the same weekend as Made in America, uh, the Ted Danson <laughs> oh movie. Yeah, yep. Uh, that was the number two. 
It was also the the first weekend of Menace to Society. Hot Shots Part Do was in the top ten at the time. Dave Sliver, Indecent Proposal, which Indecent Proposal was like a huge fucking hit. I didn't realize like, I knew it was like mm-hmm. popular, but I'm like, oh, that made over a hundred million dollars in nineteen ninety-three. Like I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Uh Dragon the Bruce Lee story was in the top ten, and Posse was in the top ten. I was just like, wow. And Mario Brothers just bomb and it may it, it cost 48 million but this is 1993 that's a lot of mo- that's a lot of money especially for an unproven thing like a video game property mm-hmm. yeah they needed that reebok money right <laughs> i mean that's they probably that's probably where that came from that's probably why it was on the bomb it was like one of the last things they were filming and they could throw <laughs> it on there we gotta recoup our costs on somehow here mm-hmm it yeah. lasted three weeks in the top ten and then dropped out. I'm surprised it lasted that long in the top mm-hmm. ten. Well, Menace to Society, which debuted l- like lower than it at the box office when it came out, was like still holding strong in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And number six, it was like it's just oh man, that movie just died hard. And uh, I think the next thing was like Street Fighter and then Mortal Kombat were like the next video game movies. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat should have been R, but it did solid. I mean, yeah. at least felt like the game turned to a movie. Yeah, it, the, the plot made. Well, it made as much sense as it could. And I mean, they went more for plot than, I mean, what we want from Mortal Kombat is like a 70s grindhouse movie where they show us like the goriest fucking things, but instead they were like, let's do the story adaptation, right? Let's do that. <laughs> PG-13, get everybody there. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I want them to do nothing but friendships. Friendship. Animalities. Babe out. <laughs> Animalities. Babe you know, I used to get confused. It's funny. Like, I, I for one time, I was like, remember when Mortal Kombat, they did bestialities? I'm like, ooh, dude. I'm like, oh, wait, it's animalities. That's what it was. <laughs> it was animalities. <laughs> you know they wanted to call it bestialities. Yeah. You know bestialities. they did. I want Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched as we are. Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. So our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family. Game fucking over. No Mario Brothers at all. Converted, which means, oh, you got a you got warp whistle. You, you blow that thing. You, you're good with it. You, you probably give Mario another check. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means uh, you are shroomed up, all, all of them, all the power-ups. Uh, you're going to beat the game 100%. You love Mario Brothers, the movie. You probably even think it's better than the game. So, Jessica, how do you rate Super Mario Brothers, the movie? I am drinking the Kool-Aid. I will chug it down, hang out with Toad, and sing that stupid song all day. Really? I loved it. I love it. Defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I it makes me feel like a kid if I just get past all the stuff that doesn't make sense, which is all of it. Um, it's just a, a fun time. I don't understand why Bob and John. I think what they had to drink the whole time to get through the movie couldn't even tell. That's how good it was. <laughs> if they were really drunk the entire time. <laughs> yeah, they did say they were drunk the whole time they did this movie. I couldn't tell that though. They're very good actors. Yes. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Uh, I do not feel uh, exactly the same way as, as Jessica. I uh, uh, Her enthusiasm for the film makes me feel better uh, to know that joy is not dead in our world, so I like that. <laughs> uh, you aren't rating Jessica's rating. You're rating your own rating. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that that's the thing. The best thing about this movie is Jessica's rating. Uh, <laughs> it's not hard to watch. I mean, that's good news. That doesn't mean it's good. Just saying something is watchable. It's not really a compliment. It's just not an insult. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whew, this is a thing that happened, folks. I, uh, it's a dark period in our country's history is when this movie came out. <laughs> I uh, I do not drink the Kool-Aid. I, I do stay with my family. I don't know how much more simply I can put it. It's just... Wow. Uh, Brandon, how do you rate <laughs> Super Mario Brothers? I was super! No, this... Okay, so this one, it's really weird because while it's terrible, I struggle. Like I kept saying, I hit the display button and I'd be like, fuck, there's an hour left? I think it's really weird because... Everything but the core, like the core themes from Mario aren't there. The adaptive process of things aren't there. But my God, the production value on this is big and competent. I mean, it looks fine. I mean, some of the computer effects are a little day, but some of them surprisingly aren't that bad. But it's like all these people like really doing well. I think the performances are fine. I don't think anyone's really bad in it. They're doing what they're told and they're doing it pretty well. I mean, Lance Henderson, he's excellent is like one line delivery um i but like like hopper and stuff and hoskins is fine it, but it's not like mario and it's it was i was struggling to watch but this was this was kind of in that regard like dune where it had these like strong competent production values with a movie that's just a disaster and i i have to stay with my family because i did struggle to get through it a bit but i do have to say if you want to see like cinematic disasters like this is one of them you gotta see like you gotta see it once you gotta see what went wrong like if you're a fan of like really like big budget misfires this is like a must but i'm staying with my family i could i could go back to this movie i don't think it was that tough but i'm I'm fascinated by what they get wrong i'm fascinated by how good people are doing for the wrong reasons <laughs> Yeah, I I have to say with my family like I've I've been disappointed with this movie since I saw it. I I wasn't at the right young impressionable age like Jessica was to see it. I'm sure I have movies like that uh, in my own cabinet, but I'm glad we did this movie. I wanted to get this movie, and it was a great conversation. I just I have to stay with my family on it, but I I do think it's it's up there with like these huge. I think it's with like Masters of the Universe where it's like not like where I can I can soft spot masters of the universe more than i can this one but it's in the same league of those like just like so much money on the screen looks pretty damn good with the costuming and stuff they're doing but just not working out the two most important people aren't getting the job done right but like all the supporting players are like going at like 110 percent it's just i'm kind of that's kind of a like fascination for me with that but yeah this one it, it is what you've heard I mean, watching it as an adult, it's probably fair to say. <laughs> yeah, they got every they got everything wrong. They, they <laughs> Even did. the colors of their outfits. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's the main that's one if you do anything, make a chubby guy and a skinny guy wear red and green. Yeah, they they have the the green guy wearing red and the the red guy wearing yellow? Like it's just and here's Bertha. It's like what? Is it <laughs> Uh, apparently there's like a Fry Guy cameo on a poster in the background. I don't know. It's whew, Mario. It's me. My movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why did they give Toad the harmonica? He didn't have a harmonica going in, did he? No. They just had one ready for him. I, I, when he was there a street was... player, did he have one? 
Well, he had the guitar. I didn't pay attention, but I why don't... would they even be like, here's I... your harmonica instead of your guitar? I guess the guitar wouldn't fit around him. I Yeah, I guess. It was like, well, he likes music, so here you go. Yeah. Nobody else had any personality traits that stood out. It's like, well, this guy's <clears throat> They weren't putting a guitar. He they weren't putting a guitar in that yeah. costume's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I was dictator, I don't think I would say, hey... Make sure he stays light. You know, just you know, <laughs> keep it easy. So throw a harmonic on him. He misses his guitar. Like right after he was de-evolved. So <laughs> immediately in that room. Yeah. So, yeah. so they had it ready for him. That didn't make any sense. That's the part that bothers Here me. Here you go, Toad. You're my favorite Goomba. <laughs> Play me one I like. Play me that one that makes me think of the beach. It's like, hey, if if you wanted this character to stand out. Uh, maybe don't make all these, th- don't turn Toad into a fucking Goomba. How about that? That way you don't want yeah. to put a stupid harmonica on him so he stands out from the others. Mm-hmm. Or just don't have Toad in your movie at all. How about that? Here, here's a funny Here's a funny note. Uh, if this movie was going to be, a, if this was a success, the next Nintendo game they were going to adapt was going to be Metroid, uh, which I feel like they built the sets for already with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> This, lo- this movie looks like Mario in Metroid, doesn't it? Like somewhat, like bit. I could buy that. It's closer to Metroid than Mario. That's for and sure. And it, it was yoinked mid-production of this movie because they knew it was going to fucking be horrible. Dang, you it's know, just rough when you're making it. And you know it sucks as you're and, making it. And like, Nintendo has not made yeah. a movie off one of their properties since. Uh, this is like like Bob Hoskins' greatest career regret was making this film. Mm-hmm. He's gone. He's had interviews where he has said right. this is his biggest regret. But he was good in it. It's not his yeah. fault. No, no, he did a good job. He did even through the bottles of alcohol that he consumed to get through this film. He did a good job. <laughs> he didn't realize he was in a video game movie till mid-production, too. <laughs> yep. Oh, geez, how did that get left off the note of? <laughs> oh, by the way, this is a a video game. It's pretty popular right now. Yeah, I yeah, he was an adult. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still, right? Mario had been around for a little while. Kids, power up your score on Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2. Call the power phone for Nintendo players. Get high scoring tips and find out how you can get a free super power patch. Call 1 900 909 3500. Don't let Zelda down. Call the power phone. Dial 1-900-909-3500. Power up your game. Destroy Ganon and get a free super power patch. Call the power phone for Nintendo players. Get the secret clues and tips on Punch-Out, Contra, Gauntlet, Kung Fu, Donkey Kong, Double Dragon, and more. Call now, 1-900-909-3500. Just $2 for the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Ask mom or dad first. The power phone is an independent information source not affiliated with Nintendo. Nintendo and Nintendo products are registered trademarks of Nintendo America. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, Jessica's sticking around with us. And we're going to be discussing the class of Newcomb High from 1986. Should we call this All Smarch? <laughs> I like yeah, it. We're going to get a head start on uh, Tro May because uh, there's there's five Newcomb High movies in four weeks in May. So we're going to get a little head start there. Thank you, Jessica, for coming back. Been a while. Thanks for no having problem. me. Even though I love the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk. Um, no. Uh, so uh, wh- where can people find you right now? What you got going on? You can find me on the Bob and Tom Show if you listen in Wednesdays 
8 a.m. till 10 a.m. Eastern. We have an app. Download the Bob and Tom Show app. Or on Twitter, J.N. Alsman. I would spell my name, but I'm afraid to say A-L-S without... <laughs> From the one time without an ice like, bucket. I can't spell my name now. I'm like A L Smith. Without an ice bucket. <laughs> it's very exciting. We look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to the class of Nuke M High. The trailer that actually trails. Welcome to Tromaville High, an average American high school, with one exception. It's located only one mile away from a nuclear power plant. They said it was 100% safe. But they were wrong. There's no danger, Governor. We have the situation well in hand. Welcome to the class of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, strange things are happening. The Honor Society has changed from a group of clean-cut preppies into a vicious gang of cretins. We're the youth of today. The teenage student body is transformed into horrifying mutations. And physical education is turned into a nightmare of violence. The class of Newcomb High. Introducing Warren and Chrissy. I love you. Two young lovers caught in a world gone mad. Class of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, anything can happen. And does. The class of Newcomb High, where you'll learn the three R's. Readin', writing, and radiation. Explosive action of the year. <laughs> the class of Newcomb High. Rated R. Thank you for listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. For press opportunities, 
advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Hey, Splash! Shiggity, shiggity, swab. Guess what, idiot? What you did today? Uh, hey, I got a new Super 88 system. You did not. First to God, I got it at Chunkies for $2. Oh, yeah? Let me see it. Wow. That's yeah, pretty... you like that, idiot. I, I got it. You don't. Shut up. God damn. Hey, guess what? What? It has new game. What game? Yeah, I want to play it. It is called Mario Twins. They look the same. Wow. Good God. I'm they ready. look so goddamn like the same person. I would say to them, you want ice cream cone? Both of them say yes. How That's in the hell? They are twins. What That's the hell? Right. Hey, let's play it. Ready? All right. Do it. There goes. Da 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 da